Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. at Los Angeles 2022. Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you're ever going to need to listen to. I am H. Allen Scott slash Sadie Pines. And I'm Carrie Doherty. And this is a podcast where we used to watch an episode of the Golden Girls and then talk about it, but we ran out of episodes. So now we're breaking down all 24 fantastic episodes of the Golden Palace, which of course is the spinoff of the Golden Girls and is currently streaming in the United States on Hulu. <laughs> yes, we just watched season one, episode 24, titled The Chicken and the Egg, which aired on May 14th, 1993, and is the one where Melange wants to have another baby, roll and teach us self-defense, <laughs> kinda, and also, it's the series finale. Which they didn't know when this aired in, what, March, I guess? May. Uh, or May, May. No, well, no. I think this this aired in May? Yeah, I thought it said May. No, it, it got canceled in May. I think this aired in March, and then they were surprised in May when CBS just sort of... I even found an article from the New York Times, which blew me away, um, where... Because I was trying to figure out, like, when the show got canceled, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and, and how they found out about it. Because if they knew the show wasn't going to be picked back up, well, then why wouldn't they do, like, a a closer? Like, they would have done something, you know so, what I mean? So, ha- having been on a network television show that has been canceled... Um, you, it it sounds like from our interview with Mark Sotkin, I think at that point they, they knew it was probably not going to get picked back up. That's not what Betty White said though. So Betty White said in an interview that, that, um, the decision came as a shock to everybody. And that, and this, this is a quote from her by the end of May, the long awaited new fall schedule was announced and the show just wasn't on it. So like, I think they had promised at least the the women CBS had promised mm-hmm. at least the women like, Oh yeah, you're going to get a second season. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to get a second season. Cause based on the Betty White interview, she was shocked in May when it was, when it was canceled. So I don't think maybe some people knew and maybe they knew the ratings were down of course, but mm-hmm. like, I don't think they kind of thought that this was going to be over. Yeah. I mean, it's entirely possible. Um, so it, I, I will say it, it is It is also possible that the show is still airing in May and that's when they found out because you usually with network television, if you're doing a full 22, 24 episodes, you're usually in production and shooting until, mm, yeah, I think well, like the- March, but, but, but they would have been done for a couple of months at that point. They would have yeah. been done shooting. So, because again, I remember with Schooled, the finale aired and then we found out it wasn't getting picked up shortly after that. You usually find out in like April-ish if it's not going to get picked up. And I think we found out maybe right after our finale aired. Um, yeah. But it says it It says the finale aired March 5th, 1993. Well, so, then Wikipedia or IMDb has steered me wrong. Yeah. So I think, I think and, and also in the New York Times announcement, it was also really interesting. The other shows that were also canceled Ooh. at the same time Ooh. as like literally it was all in this up or in the 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 day that they announced their sort of fall lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, and it said among the shows that were canceled outright, Designing Women, <gasps> Golden Palace, Major Dad, 
A League of Their Own. Remember the the sitcom they did off of the film A League of Their Own, the original sitcom. It was like a multicam sitcom. No, I um, didn't know I, that there was yeah, one. There was. I watched it when it first came out. Wow. I remember that. And some show called Top Cops. I don't know what that was, but I think it's funny that like Top Cops. design designing women and golden palace were both canceled at the same time because of all the jokes that were on the golden girls about designing women right wow wow designing women was canceled at the same time that's wild isn't it wild Um, so crazy but yeah maybe that speaks to your point then where you know if they if they did think that um you know they were going to get another season then yeah Mm -hmm. there there wasn't an expectation to kind of you know tie up the season with what kind of feels like a finale episode especially if like you know coming off of the golden girls where that show had never been canceled because Mm -hmm. you know it was that b arthur wanted to leave so you know maybe some of them you know writers producers the stars Mm -hmm. you sort of get into this um safe comforting warm feeling where you're like our our show is doing well it's a success it's going to go on forever kind of thing, um, mm-hmm. you know, and and maybe the, sh- the shock that it didn't go beyond more than a season that they didn't. Yeah. You know, yeah, I, I could see and why. Yeah. It's so funny in the New York Times article where it sort of announced CBS's fall lineup. Literally, the title of the article is with nannies and families, CBS courts adults. And right after they announced sort of the um, or they told the you know the canceled shows, they said, oh, and this new show called The Nanny presents Fran Drescher, an actress with the most pronounced New York accent since Leo Gorey, Gorsi. I don't know who that is. Um, and it's like you you see that even with the Golden Palace, they had the kid on in the original thing trying to court that sort of like family driven sort of structure of a sitcom, Mm -hmm. but it never could get there because no one wanted that kind of thing from the Golden Girls. You know, they wanted these four adult women who, Mm -hmm. and it was an adult show. It was, it was not necessarily about families. And I think with, with the nanny and with Dave's world, which is another show that was like coming that following season to CBS, they were really trying NBC which is so which is why when NBC decided not to air Golden Palace it was because they intentionally wanted to go younger mm-hmm. they wanted the entire lineup of that sort of that night to be a younger audience show mm-hmm. and so it's it's so interesting to see 90s TV and the shifts in sort of how it the demographics it was courting mm-hmm. you know in the 80s it was all adults it was all adults Home on Saturday night, yep. Golden Girls, like that was it. But then you look at TGIF, which started taking yeah. off in like 89 and started kind of snowballing. And and yeah, they probably did want more what they call four quadrant shows, which are shows yeah. that parents can watch with their kids. It shows that mm-hmm. adults will watch who don't have kids. Um, yeah. cause I certainly, I watched the nanny when I was a kid yeah, with course, my mom. Same. It's still to my mom, you know, to this day, my mom's favorite show of all time. Um, and oh man, I've gone back. I rewatched it when I was pregnant. Um, when I like couldn't fall asleep at night, I would rewatch the nanny on my phone. And it's one of those shows like Will and Grace, like friends that I watch. I'm like, man, this, this really holds up. So much of it about, it's about chemistry and casting and directing. Mm -hmm. Like it's really good. Um, oh man, we have a lot to cover in this episode, this finale that doesn't quite feel like a finale. Uh, let's 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 take a quick one so I can I can drink my spin drift and then we'll we'll jump in. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I can't believe it's the last one. But, But this is not the last time that there's a Golden Girls reunion, which we will announce soon what we're talking about yes 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 um but this episode the chicken and the egg um just overall i think uh it was a pretty good episode it was pretty good right Mm -hmm. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. You have thoughts. All right. I'm going to, I mean, you know, I actually, no, I actually, I actually do think it was a good episode. Uh, actually, you know what? I take everything, all of my, the face I just made, it was actually a very good episode. And in fact, I think it was one of their strongest episodes of the season wow. because it was, it was so, it, it just felt organic in a lot of ways. It felt, even though we know this storyline of Blanche getting pregnant or wanting a baby or pretending to be younger or whatever, that's an old, old, old storyline. Um, as old as Blanche refuses to admit she is. <laughs> and, and, but it was a strong episode. I found Michael and I watched it and I found myself like laughing out loud at quite a bit of things. Mm, yeah, there was, there was so much funny stuff. Um, right at the top, I loved this bit with Sophia where she comes into the lobby and sort of explains to everybody that something bad happened to her. And she explains it in a funny way. But the more details she reveals, the worse it actually is for Rose. So it starts off with she lost her purse. But also she was carjacked. But also it was Rose's car, which she borrowed without asking. And the thieves could be far away because the tank was full. Because she also borrowed Rose's credit card. I mean... The layers, the layers. Oh, I thought it was so funny. I love how she's so remarkably calm for someone who is just carjacked. But I was like, but mm-hmm. she's from Sicily. We know she's seen some shit. She was there yeah. for the St. Valentine's massacre. She's also carjacked cars. She's stolen cars too. Like, I mean, even in this, like earlier on in this season, she took a joyride with someone's car and, and the police pulled him over, pulled him up, pulled her and the kid over. Oh, yeah. She's stolen. Yes, yeah, that's she, true. She has stolen other people's cars. Yeah. Maybe not while they were in it, but she has yeah. stolen people's cars. <laughs> yeah. Um. So uh, hearing all of this, Roland, uh, who is a blue belt in Taekwondo. Uh, what does that mean in the span of, of, of Taekwondo? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's like black belt is the best, like in karate. You would think because those colors are often, it's like nice. Those colors go together nicely, black and blue, blue and black. You know what I mean? Well, like, yeah, it's like, oh. that's the color of a bruise. Yeah. So you leave them black and blue, but you have to learn blue before you can leave them black and blue. So, oh, hey, I should be in Taekwondo marketing. <laughs> Get someone on the horn. Please. Um, so he offers to teach Sophia and some of her elderly friends self-defense, which I think is very sweet. Blanche enters the room looking so gorgeous in this like maroon sparkly. Yeah. What was the, 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 the stones on it created pictures. It was like a picture. It was almost like a painting on her outfit. Oh, really? Like the pattern of it formed a picture? Yeah. I saw like a moon, I think. I saw like different things. I mean, I couldn't inspect it too close. Oh, there could have been some shapes. There could yeah. have been some shapes. It could have been like a celestial uh, yeah. themed getup. Um, I actually didn't love the outfit, to be honest. Really? No, it just didn't. I like when Blanche is fitted. You know what I mm. mean? She she puts and and fitted in the way that Blanche is fitted, meaning that like, it's usually broad shoulders, big shoulders. And it usually it's low neck, but it also is like drapey in the waist area. Mm-hmm. But then it gets tighter in the hips. Mm-hmm. I like that on Blanche. And this this. This felt a little too. This felt like something she would wear to a meeting. Oh, interesting. Know. So this was this wasn't a good Blanche cut for you. The outfit was, no. wasn't a good cut. wasn't a good shape. wasn't iconic for me. That's, but I liked it. I liked it still. Well, she comes in. She's fishing for a compliment. Clearly, mm-hmm. uh, Roland and Chewie are like, you know, whatever. You look nice. And Blanche is like, Rose, come on, tell them how I look. And then <laughs> Rose's response. And then sort of what she says to Chewie and Roland is so funny. Oh, we're going to play a clip. (laughs) (laughs) Like a glimmering jewel, a perfect diamond in a field of darkness, flawless, spectacular, and stunning. (laughs) Thank you, dear. You're new to our little game. (laughs) So Blanche is all dressed up because she has a date with one Bobby Lee. And every time, I don't know about you, but... Every time she said Bobby Lee, all I could think about was the actor from Mad TV and yeah. and just like that and all yeah. those other things that we love and are so funny. Uh-huh. Um, but this Bobby Lee is a cattle baron from Austin. And Blanche thinks that he's going to ask her a special question, um, which we all know what that is. It's going to be, yeah. is he going to marry him? How many times has Blanche been either proposed to or thought she was going to be proposed to in this series? Both Golden Girls and Golden Girls. Uh, I mean, at least half a dozen times. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. right off the right out the gate with the pilot. I mean, Mary Harry, Mary Harry. Um, to be her. Yeah. To be her. Yeah. To to. I mean, all of the women, all of the women. Yeah. You know, Rose thought Dr. Jonathan Newman was going to ask her to marry him. That's true. You know. That's true. It, usually, the only time it turns out to be right is when it's Stan and it's, it's with Dorothy, <laughs> and she doesn't even think it. He just like does it, and she's like, "Oh God, damn it! Now I have yeah. to deal with this." Um. So. Uh, this, this also felt a little shoehorned, but it's also Blanche's birthday tomorrow. And also Rebecca is coming into town. I mean, it was nice to see Rebecca again. We'll, we'll get, oh, to, we'll get it, to it. I loved yes. it. Um, so, uh, so Blanche is like, you know, that's right. Daughters always want to watch their mothers get older. And Rose is like, cause she's not like super thrilled. She, she thinks that Becky is coming to basically like stick it to her because she's getting, it's a reminder she's getting older. Yeah. And Rose yeah. is like, oh, honey, I'm sure she's coming to watch you get fatter too. <laughs> this is one of those lines that it would have been given to be Arthur. Yeah. But now I love that sometimes Rose gets these lines now. They're so funny. Rose, of all of the actresses, I will of all the characters, I will say Rose has become the most nuanced in this mm-hmm. in this uh, spinoff, mm-hmm. and the one that they didn't do enough with, in my opinion, is Sophia. I felt that they they made her one note yes. throughout most of the most of the yeah. season, and it it's unfortunate because she can give so much. But that might have been a result of her some of the health issues that she was experiencing. Yeah, you know, maybe in, in the nineties there. Maybe. Yeah. Um. So uh. So Bobby Lee. Uh. Um. Him and him and Blanche go out on their date. And they come back. He is not. He is not Blanche material. He he was fine. I like. I He's, get I mean, it. I get it. He was like yeah. you know, kind of a taller guy, kind of broad. Like sure. Um, uh, he's played by an actor named Dick Gautier. 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 Oh, what a good name! It's a cool name. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. Um, uh, he did a lot of voice work on animated shows, but also fun mm. fact: something I found on his IMDb page. He appeared in two television shows in the 60s that have fun Golden Girls related names, completely oh. unrelated to the Golden Girls. But one show was called Stanley and the other oh. and the other show is called Mr. Terrific. Ah! <laughs> this dude oh. was destined to be in the destined. Golden Girls universe. Destined. So um, Bobby has something to ask her. You know, he says he wants to settle down and turns out Blanche is right because he asks Blanche to be his wife mm-hmm. and quote bear my babies which I mean okay I, I mean I I saw the result of this from a mile away like I, I got what he was I got where this joke was ending in the show um but I I, I did roll my eyes a little bit yeah I have, I have, I have a little, I have a little something to say about him a, a, oh. a little bit later. Um, so, you know, even though Blanche has told him she's only 43, he kind of knows that she's a little bit older than that. Um, and he's like, you know, I- I'm not getting any younger. I know your biological clock is ticking and Blanche is really nervous. She's like, tick tock. Um, <laughs> so he's like, but look, I've been a cattle rancher all my life. If I know anything, it's breeding. So we just let the doctors do what they do. And Blanche says yes to all of this, to the marriage proposal, to bearing the babies. Um, it's it, in this moment, because I had kind of forgotten where the storyline went. It had been a minute since I'd seen this episode. I said to myself, you know, it's actually interesting that they're doing an episode about IVF in postmenopausal mm-hmm. women. Yeah, because but, of Rebecca. Well... What do you mean because of Rebecca? Because she also had that. That's how she got little Oreo. Yes, IVF. But this is in a postmenopausal woman because some people I think might think that just because a woman goes through menopause, it means that she can't release an egg anymore. But it doesn't mean she can't be pregnant anymore. I just thought that was interesting that they're not only talking about IVF, but IVF in a postmenopausal woman in her 50s. Yeah, that is interesting. It is. It is possible. Uh, as Rebecca it, points out later, there are a lot more health risks related. The, I think the older that you get, but it is possible. Yeah. Um, anyway, it, it was just oh. interesting. Oh. Um, so then I was <laughs> less interested in it. I was, no, no, no. I was literally, I was literally like Blanche, 
Get away from this man. Not only is he creepy, he reminds me of the baseball player who wore the lingerie and the guy who abused you. Get away from him. Also, you do not need to get pregnant. You look gorgeous. You have a beautiful life. You have friends that love you. You don't need to do this. You own a business. Do you realize the amount of debt you're going to bring on to this guy's marriage now, too? Don't do this. <laughs> I I love it. I, I had so many of those thoughts. Um I guess the reason the reason I was thinking, I mean, I, I myself have gone through the sort of first stages of IVF, which is, I think, yeah. which is the um, like extraction part, um, but not the implantation part, which any mm. anybody out there, anyone who uh, has gone through that experience, I will welcome talking about the experience or if you want to share your experiences together, hit me up on social media. Anyway, uh, the next morning. Everyone is sitting around having breakfast at the kitchen. I was like, Mm -hmm. who the fuck's at the front desk? But okay, because every cast member is there. Uh, Blanche comes down. She's in a great mood. She announces that she has accepted Bobby Lee's marriage proposal. Oh, Well, at first, everybody congratulates her. And then she also says she agreed to have his baby. And everybody's like, wait, what? Um, Yeah. And Rose, I love it. Rose is so shocked. She's bewildered. She's like, I don't know what to say. And Sophia goes, I do. You're old. (laughs) And Rose is like, Sophia. And she's like, what? She's a fossil. Um, You know, uh, and again, Sophia keeps just piling it on. Rose, it was such a good bit. It was oh, such a good running bit with her. I laughed so so, hard. Yeah. this Sophia in this episode, mm -hmm. I laughed so much she was so funny rose at one point she's like you're a little late in life to have a baby don't you think that ship has sailed and sophia's like that ship has sunk like (laughs) she's right uh, though i mean i'm sorry but at this point how so if i don't i haven't done the math of how old blanche would actually be but i'm guessing she's probably near 60 probably yeah in the span of golden girls years yeah i'm guessing she's probably near 60 I don't want to judge anyone for doing whatever they want with their bodies, no matter how much science is involved in it. But I do feel like that a 60-year-old person bearing a child is probably more dangerous than safe, even if it is scientifically possible in some situations. Oh, I I agree. I think it is more dangerous than safe. But that's just my opinion. I can't get pregnant, so I shouldn't necessarily make a decision. No, I mean, at at the end of the day, it's her decision. That's what everybody tells her. Um, yes. so, um, so I, I also, in my notes, I wrote, Oh, nobody's wished Blanche a happy birthday yet. <laughs> I know. I thought that too. I was like, what? This is Blanche's birthday and no one cares. Yeah. Um, so Rose, Rose calls Blanche out that she's basically like, look, I think you want to do this because you're obsessed with feeling young and having a baby mm-hmm. will make you forget that you're getting older, which again, we've yeah. said is a running thing that we have seen with Blanche in this series. Um, However, I will say it is the one thing with Blanche that doesn't get old for me. <laughs> yeah, I it mean, doesn't. I like. It's such a it's such a wonderful part of her personality, but it also is so relatable. Mm-hmm. It's so something that I think. I mean, the vanity, not so much, and the some of the other things with Blanche that is sometimes like, okay, we get it, but with with like the sex stuff and everything, but the aging process, I do think is so special for her. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it's such a special, unique thing that we all can relate to. Yeah, 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 it, it is. It is It is a, a wonderfully fun thing to, to track in the series with Blanche. Um, so I, I think Roland, Roland suggests maybe trying for adoption because, you know, mm-hmm. you're a little bit older. Maybe IVF is more risky. Uh, and Rose is like, also, where are you going to get an egg from? And then there's a long beat and she goes, it has to be a human egg, right? And Blanche is like, no, Rose, I'm going to give birth to an eight pound hamster. And Rose is like, good luck trying to get that into a decent college. Um, So then we take a break from uh, this story to go to the B story, which is the self-defense class. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I wish the entire episode was just this bit of this of the episode where these women in this in the dining room i think they were yeah i was like is the hotel even open today why yeah i don't know what 
But these women, the characters that they, the, 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 the assortment of women that they cast to be the Sophia's friends for the self-defense class was so good. They were so on fire. They were so feisty. They were like, you know, we're on the Golden Palace. We are going to turn it out. Yes, I I totally agree with you. And we're going to play a clip because and I think, you know, what we're going to play. Um, mm-hmm. I I will say I did not care for the estrogen joke. Where, yeah, it was a little it was. Um, yeah, But I mean, I give it a pass. We're not playing that clip, though, right? No, no, we're not playing it. Yeah. Yeah. The estrogen joke was a little in. It was a cheap joke. I do give it a pass, though, because of where we were in terms of awareness at that time. I wouldn't necessarily say it was like incredibly offensive, but I do think it is just wrong. It didn't it's age well. Wrong. It just it, it didn't age, age well. well. It didn't age well. Um but the highlight of this scene, you are talking about Sylvia, who yes. is played by Amzie Strickland, who From played the Golden Girls. Yes, yeah. She played the lady at Frida Claxton's funeral in It's a Miserable mm-hmm. Life. Um, I don't think we've ever pulled a clip for a guest star before. I don't. But if we're but, going to, she's going to be the one. Yeah, I loved her exchange with Roland. We're going to play it okay, right now. Uh, before we get started, let's let's get to know everybody. Ma'am, could you come up here? Oh, yeah. Okay, what's your name, ma'am? Sylvia. Sylvia. And why did you take this class? Well, my husband worries about me. I go on the bus, and he says it's too dangerous. My husband says that I'm frail and old, and just asking for trouble. And what is your specific goal with this course? I'd like to put the bastard through a window. Oh my God. I, that, like, literally as we were watching it, I was standing in the kitchen. Michael was on the couch, right? We heard that line. Both of us died of laughter, died of laughter, and then Michael immediately said, that needs to be on a shirt. It is, I'd like it, to put the bastard through a window. It's such a good line. It's such a good line. It was so good. I rewound it. I watched this. I watched the whole speech yes, again. I did too. I did too. Oh, <laughs> it was. She was so funny. She was what so a delivery. Funny. What a delivery. If 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 a line could get a Emmy for best guest actress in a comedy series, that would be the line to get her an Emmy. Yeah, it was so good. That reveal, the joke, it was amazing. Like well done, writers. Um, so then Chewie bursts in the, the, into the dining room playing the attacker and he's wrapped up in like moving blankets. That's kind of yeah. formed like body armor. Um, and he's doing this like WWE, like character. Yeah. But like, did you notice he had dress shoes on? Yeah, I did. It was, it was, it was so it, stupidly funny. It was so fun. The fact that, that, you know, Sophia breaks something on him, I think. Right. I just, yeah, I just, they all, they all just attack Chewie and send him running into the kitchen before Roland can even <laughs> teach them anything. So good. Yeah. I can't. This whole scene, this whole scene is worth watching again. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just so enjoyable. It was so good. And honestly, there's like no arc in this, this story, but I was totally fine with it because the Blanche story has a really, has, it's a, it's very meaty. Yeah. Um, so uh, later, um, Blanche uh, announces, um, and maybe just to Rose, but she says that, like, she talked to Bobby Lee. He doesn't want to adopt. And Rose is like, well, where are you going to find an egg? You know, it has to be someone you know, someone whose medical history you know, like someone who would let you raise the baby. And, of course, right on cue, Rebecca yeah. walks into the lobby. Mama! Oh, but Blanche's line with her is so good. Oh, Yes. So, um, yes, Becky says she comes over to her. Welcome back, Deborah Angle, by the way. Yes. You see a light bulb. Second Becky. Second Becky. Becky number two. Much, much respect that Becky number one was Sean Sheps, mm-hmm. who did our podcast. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And not to be confused with Becky number one and Becky number two on Roseanne. <laughs> yes. Different. Different Becky. Different, different and- Becky number one and Becky yeah. number two. Um, so, uh, so they're so excited to see each other. And Becky's like, you know, mama, I couldn't find anything for your birthday. So just tell me what you want. And Blanche goes, oh, honey, material things don't matter. It's what's inside you that counts. I laughed so hard. That was such a good, that was a great, great. it was so cheesy, but it was such a good setup. I loved it. Um, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Knowing where this is going. If, uh-huh. if you were Becky, 
would mm. you do this? Oh, absolutely, 1,000% no. Great. No, 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 no. Why? No. I'm not only is this child going to be orphaned in 15 years when they're a teenager because these people will probably die, but it's a horrible decision. Also, we've never met this man before. Yeah, that's true. She's <laughs> never met him. She's never met him. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. I feel like Becky makes the decision without even having met this guy. I hadn't even thought about that. Um, I, ooh, it grosses me out so much because it's like, hey, ever wonder what it would look like if you and your mom's new husband had a baby together? You know what I mean? Like, there was, there was, I think, um, if I'm remembering correctly, there was a storyline on Shameless where one of the characters had trouble getting pregnant and the mother was still able to have children like biologically and she carried the child for her daughter there and i mean i think but was it her egg or was she just carrying the baby i know it was like a total normal biological pregnancy moment because it was shameless so you know they did it old school style and and i mean i don't think it's necessarily gross i i'm not i'm not grossed out by it because i do think there is something to be said of sort of like you know, wanting to help your daughter out in that way. Uh, I think the mom doing it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I wouldn't be able to look at the Like, I would just, I, it would make it seem like me and my mom's boyfriend had a baby. And that to me is disgusting. Um, so that yeah. night, Rose and Sophia are in their in the kitchen, in their nightgowns, having a snack. Blanche floats in like a beautiful ghost in her flowy negligee. Yeah. Um, Poofy. Poofy shoulders. Yes. Poofy shoulders. And I love this exchange between her and Sophia. She goes, um, oh, girls, I'm glad you're up. I need some advice. And Sophia goes, don't wear puff sleeves. It makes you look like Babe Ruth in drag. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That made me laugh really hard. So good. So good. Um, so Blanche said that she asked Rebecca for her egg, and she said she had to think about it. Can you believe that? Yes, I can, Blanche. We all can. And also, Normal people can. Yeah, Blanche, I'm sorry. Didn't you throw a fit when your sister Virginia asked you for a kidney, which she needed to save her life? Because I'm dying, Blanche. Also, so, didn't you throw a fit when your daughter said that she wanted to be artificially inseminated? Mm-hmm. Like, you, 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 the glass houses. Yeah, Blanche is, I mean, she has stoned her way out of that house. Yeah. Um, so there's a really funny exchange where Rose is like, you know, maybe Becky doesn't have an egg to spare. And Blanche is like, oh, please. She's the Easter bunny. I mean, yeah, that's good. Oh, it's so good. Um, and, yeah. and she says that, you know, Rebecca, Rebecca thinks, you know, that I'm not acting my age. And she's like, I'm not old. I don't feel old. And Sophia goes, you ought to feel under your neck. And she's saying this. Sophia is eating peanut butter on a saltine when she says this. It's like the most classic late night snack ever. It was. It so really funny. is. It is so delicious. Mm. A salt, just a saltine cracker with a little bit of peanut butter. There is honestly nothing better. Oh my gosh! I it's uh, saltine with peanut butter or saltine with cream cheese. Like forget about it. I've never done cream cheese. Interesting. Try it. Um, And then Rebecca walks down the stairs into the kitchen wearing like a short silk bathrobe. And I'm pretty sure I heard like one guy in the audience go, woo, like that. Yeah, I I was confused by that, too, because like knowing where she has to come from, I feel like she probably walked through a public hallway to get to the kitchen. Sorry. I mean, like someone in the studio audience. Oh, I know. But but, but but you mean they would have. No, yeah, I, no, you don't think she went through a public hallway to get to that private? No, because I, no, because on the set, she's coming down the stairs. There would have yeah. been a platform with stairs going up to that platform backstage. And then, oh, no, I mean, I'm th- in the world of Golden Palace. If she was in her nightgown situation and she was staying in a guest room, more most likely the character got it, then she would have had to walk through a public hallway to get to that stairwell oh, they, to come they down to the kitchen. they all would have. They're all in the kitchen in their nightgowns. Seems like, literally, that's what I was thinking watching this, being like, wait, then I 
I would never walk through the hotel in my in, in my pajamas. Yeah, Sus- in a public hotel. Suspension of disbelief. I mean, I it, it's it's hard. It's hard with this show because, but but yeah. Also, when they're all sitting around the dining room, it's like who's at the front desk? But I get yeah. it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Um. So Rebecca comes down, and like she is really the main voice of reason because I think everybody as else she always is. Yes. She always is. And I think to everybody else, they're like, even though they're friends with Blanche, they're like, they don't want to overstep that boundary of like mm-hmm. coming down too hard on her. But Rebecca, like this is her daughter. Rebecca is like, okay, one, this is risky for your body. Also, how are you going to raise a baby? And Blanche is like the same way I raised you. I'll get good people. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, and, and I was really surprised at her sort of sudden 180, but Rebecca's like, all right, mama, like, if you truly want to do it, I'll try to give you an egg, which yeah. I don't think Blanche's responses warranted Becky being like, okay. Oh, I don't either, which I think, I mean, no offense to our good friend, Mark Sotkin, but it speaks to the sometimes laziness of the character development in some of these stories because the care we know we as golden girls vips know becky would not do this this is not the direction becky would go in i know this i also i feel like because blanche is being very flippant here if blanche seriously said rebecca more than anything in the world i want to marry this man and i want to have his baby then if rebecca said okay mama i'll try to give you the egg but she's literally just being like She's being like sarcastic. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, it didn't, you know, she says, I'll get good people. Fine. So that mm-hmm. night, Blanche is in bed tossing and turning, which you know what that means. Anytime we see a, a character in a multicam do this, it means it's dream sequence time. <laughs> now, this was a funny dream sequence. This, this, this goes there. back to a little romance mm-hmm, episode of mm-hmm. dream sequence where it was just in, or, like frozen heads. Frozen heads. Like, it yeah. was very silly and it just kept yeah. getting wilder and wilder. In great um, ways. In great ways. So it starts, Blanche has a big old pregnant belly and she's like, I don't remember getting pregnant. And, and Rose is in there too. And she's like, remember, we went to the clinic together. They gave us coffee, Danish and two eggs. And then she kind of steps out and reveals that she is also pregnant. So funny. Um. And they're talking about how they have back pain and they can't get it, you know, taken care of. And then suddenly Sophia rolls into the kitchen and she's pregnant. With a walker for her pregnant belly. Yeah, it's like her pregnant belly is like hanging over the walker and she's kind of rolling in. And um, it's so funny. And I also, you know, pregnancy bellies have come a long way on TV. I mean, these women look like they have pillows stuffed into their nightgowns yeah but that's kind of what's so funny about it to me is that they look more enormous than any pregnant woman i've ever seen ever in my life ever it was oh i'm gonna send when we get off i'm gonna send you a picture of what i was like at 40 oh no i no i remember i i do remember pictures you i've seen pictures of you very pregnant what i'm saying is the bellies were not pregnant belly shaped Mm -hmm, they were she was carrying eight children in yes. her stomach yes. bellies yes. now uh, whereas a, a person with one child mm-hmm. in their stomach it's more in the front let's be real mm-hmm. there's not there's not much of a love handle situation happening yes. with the pregnant belly yes. and that's what they all have yes that is what they all had um yeah. and it's so funny to think that by the time they got to like you know in the aughts when rachel was pregnant on friends she actually wore like a tiny tank top and you could see the flesh of her fake pregnant yeah. belly because that's how far it had come um there's a really funny physical comedy bit where the three women are all like holding hands, um, like hands across America style. And they're struggling all to sit down at the same time at the kitchen table. I, that was the thing that I, I don't think I've related to anything more on an episode of the golden palace than the struggle of trying to sit down low when you're pregnant. It was because our couch is on the floor because the dog has a bed back. So we just took the legs off and it's on the floor. And trying to get up and down from that when I was pregnant was very difficult. Our couch is also very low. And both Michael and I, we, we don't struggle to get off of it, but it's it's just annoying. Mm. It's like, why is this couch so goddamn low? I'll give you the legs for ours. And then you can okay, put it please. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Roland comes into the kitchen and he's pregnant. 
And he's got this funny bit where he's like having mood swings. Mm -hmm. And then they're all complaining that they miss sleeping on their stomachs. I also really related to that. And they're like, well, there's nowhere else to carry a baby, is there? And then Chewie comes in and he's pregnant and he's carrying the baby in his ass. Which, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I, I loved that it just got crazier and crazier. Yeah. It was a very funny escalation. Yeah. Um, and everybody is miserable and they're complaining. And Blanche is like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And that's, of course, the thing that wakes her up. Um, and, uh, and Rose is there, um, waking Blanche up. She's like, you know, you're having a nightmare or whatever. And, um, Blanche says that she had forgotten basically how much it sucks to be pregnant. She's like, what if I don't get my body back? And Rose is like, you'll get your body back. It'll just be all stretched and out of shape. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, and at her age, probably because it wouldn't bounce Mm -hmm. back in the same way. Yeah. And, and Blanche, it's funny that her not getting her body back and the idea of me not getting my body back, that's the thing that really makes her go, oh, wait, I'm old. Yeah. I did like this moment, though, when she had this realization that she's old. Mm-hmm. And and then Rose trying to, like, just how old are you, Blanche? And she still won't admit it you know and it's like a whole bit of like you know i'm as old as how many you're as old as how many friends you have and Mm -hmm. then rose is like how many friends do you have and blanche goes 42 yeah (laughs) it was so good but yeah i'm with you like i liked her attitude you know she's like blanche Devereux is old but she's not upset she's like liberated by it yeah um yeah it's nice it's kind of a nice payoff that you know, we've spent the whole series with her being vain and and not wanting to accept how old she is. And she kind of accepts it and she's okay with it. And I like that. Yeah. Um, so the next morning or the next day, Rose and Roland are working at the front desk and this valet guy comes in and he has (laughs) Sophia's purse. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I work at the hotel next door. She left her car with us yesterday. Um, just then Sophia and her flock of friends come in and Sophia's like, that's the guy who stole my purse. And they all so like, funny. chase him out. Like I love these women. Oh, they were so good. Like, of course, Sophia thinks a valet experience is a carjacking. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. So good. Um, okay. So that, that was, it, that made me laugh. I just love watching those women chase people. Yeah. Um, so Blanche is going to have the talk with Bobby Lee. She's planning on telling him like, look, I, I just can't have a baby. I'm too old. I, I'm not up for this. But before she can say anything, he reveals that he's sterile. Yeah. He got a test. His sperm count is old, so he can't get her pregnant. Um, is that is that possible? Like it's possible to be sterile, but is it possible for your sperm count, sperm count to be low because you're old? I don't know about that. I don't know. But it's funny because he goes, but it's not because I'm old. And Blanche is like, oh, I'm not old either. It is really funny. Um, yeah. So, you know, they decide that they're not going to rush into getting married, but they're still going to see each other. But there's no rush yeah. now. And then he leaves. No rush. Now, I have an issue with Bobby oh, Lee. Please. Now, I've, I've had issues with Bobby Lee. I, wa- I wanted everybody to have all the facts before I roasted this Pres- man. Present your case. Yeah. Here's my issue with Bobby Lee. Not the actor, but the character. Yeah. This is a man who wants to have a baby that is biologically his, right? Mm -hmm. He wasn't open to adoption. No. He doesn't actually care about Blanche. He was fine with Blanche getting a donor egg. But when he finds out that he has a low sperm count, having a baby is off the table. No yeah. donor sperm. He doesn't say, but we, if you still want to have a baby, we could do donor sperm. No donor yeah. sperm, no adoption. This guy sucks and he's selfish. Yeah. And I'm mm-hmm. glad that Blanche ain't going to have a baby with him. I told you. I hate this man. He sucks. He sucks. Not the actor. The actor's delightful. Yes. But he sucks. Yeah. All right. That's my piece. That's my piece. Yeah. I agree. So Becky comes downstairs. And she goes, and to your point, she hadn't even met this guy when she agreed to do it. She goes, well, where is he? I want to meet the man who's going to marry my mama and father my baby. 
I did think I wrote, you know, but that was actually oh. a really funny delivery. Yeah, um, it was. It was. I liked seeing her too in this. It was nice. And you know what? Uh, this moment between Rebecca and Blanche, um, it's a really beautiful, emotional second act moment of the Golden Palace. And I think well, that we should play it because it, oh, it was he so sweet. Was it was too so old. Sweet. All right. I'm too old. Is that what you want to hear, Rebecca? That you were right in lecturing me because I'm nothing but a vain, foolish woman who refuses to act her age? Mama, I lecture you because you are a beautiful, elegant, intelligent woman who doesn't need to act like a teenager. (laughs) Don't you see? I want you to be proud of who you are. Because, Mama, I sure am. Oh, baby, I am so stupid. Here I have been working so hard trying to have another child, but I've got one right here I'll just never learn enough about. Rebecca Jean, how'd you ever get so smart? Hey, we're only as smart as our parents. Oh. <laughs> Maybe you're not my real mother. Hey, come here, you. <laughs> Happy birthday, Mama. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. I liked it. I'm sweet. I, I, lo- I loved it. I, I love, I know I've told you, I love, um, the emotional kind of character driven stories. And mm-hmm. um, I love that Rebecca was like building her mother up. She's like, you know, you're beautiful, you're intelligent, you're elegant, you know, you don't need to act like a teenager. And yeah. And I, I, I loved, I loved the Blanche saying like, I'm so stupid. Like here I am trying to have another child when I've got one right here, I'll never learn enough about. I thought, I just, yeah. I thought it was so beautiful. I thought and it was I think, such a beautiful I think- story having Becky around in the series is actually something really good for Blanche. It brings out a, a different layer of Blanche that we're used to seeing. You know what I mean? It's, Mm -hmm. it's uh, I wish they would have utilized her more. Mm -hmm. She would have been a good, she would have been a good character on this series, like a guest star. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They could have, she could have been a recurring the way that Stan was on Golden Girls, you know? Yeah. She would have been great. So that's like the main episode. The tag is, Basically, Chewie being chased by the mob of elderly women again. Um, I mean, if the if yes, if you're gonna have a tag, all of those women need to be in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good, so good. Yeah. Well, should we should we take a little break and come back with a golden takeaway? Yes. Okay, we are back with a golden takeaway, which is a nugget of truth or inspiration that you can apply to your life or the lives of our listeners. Carrie, what's your golden takeaway? My GT is that, you know, overall, I think, and I know we've said this before on the podcast, but since this is the finale of the Golden Palace, I really want to reiterate that um, even though there were some stinkers uh, in the Golden Palace, there really were a lot of funny, funny episodes. There was a lot of heart in some of the episodes. And remember, you guys, the Golden Girls, they had some stinkers too. Let's not forget the empty nest backdoor pilot. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm just so glad that I'm so glad that this show was made that the Golden Girls were still so important and beloved by so many people mm-hmm. that they, they kept it going even without B. Arthur. Um, I'm just so glad that they did. And it's, I've just, I've had so much fun recapping these episodes with you and kind of getting back into the swing of doing yeah. our, our, um, our rewatches. Yeah. And we have an exciting announcement that is coming very soon about what's next for us, which is, which you can stay tuned for in just a little bit. But my golden takeaway is I fully agree with everything you just said. Um, and that looking back at the, at the golden palace, like, yeah, there were some def- there were more stinkers than there were gems, I'll say. Um, but it it wasn't bad. And I and, and in this episode being the season finale, and presumably they didn't know that it was the series finale. Right. Um, I do think that they could have had a second season and that it would have been I don't think the series would have lasted seven seasons like the Golden Girls did, but I do think that they could have had a very good, healthy three to four seasons and it would have been an uh, uh just a little little sort of you know a nice little orange not quite a cherry on top of the golden girls but it was like a full orange you mm-hmm. know what i mean like that's a really so good that, way to put it 
Yeah, that it, it could have been like a it could have been something that was just we could have had more of them because as you know we look at what they did after there was never another sort of Golden Girls official Golden Girls reunion although there was something that we are going to reveal soon, um, but it it to have this be the last moment of the Golden Girls kind of in a in a in a way um, in a Golden Girls setting in a Golden Girls themed show it. It's sad. I wish they would have been given the opportunity to really close out this part of the story for the fans. Mm-hmm. But then I, I'm think I'm speaking in in retrospect because this is what thirty years later, and it's it's we watch things differently, and they probably didn't expect people to even care about the golden path. They thought this was going to never be seen again, probably, and mm-hmm. it it uh, and it, it has been seen again, mm-hmm. and it's been really enjoyable to watch it. Um, and if anyone says otherwise. I'll throw that bastard through a window. My favorite new line. Uh, my favorite new line. On that note, oh my gosh. Yeah. This has been a blast. Thank you all so, so much for going on this journey with us. And like HLN said, the journey is not over. We have a very special announcement that we will be making next week. Uh, regarding the the new direction uh, that the Ooh. show is going to be taking. Um, Ooh, we're leaving you on a cliffhanger. It's like the one where Sophia says, what if we no, don't know that it's a serious disease? We don't, She might even have something we don't even know. Was, this is the cliffhanger. This is our... Mm-hmm. This is our um, chronic fatigue syndrome cliffhanger yes, of, a, yes. of an episode of a podcast. Ne- next week we'll open by saying, previously on Out on the Lanai... And then we're just going to replay what H. Allen just said. Um, no, but and then we, yeah. and then me yelling, I should have thrown that bastard through a window. Yeah, we'll we'll just play yeah. the whole episode again. Um, no, yeah. but we're we're very very excited uh, to make a special announcement next week. We promise you, we are not going anywhere. Uh, this whole experience of uh, doing the Golden Palace has made us realize that um, it's just so fun to do the podcast together. And we've loved being with Hoo-Ha-Ha and we've loved hearing the feedback from all of you. So yeah, we're going to keep it going. So yeah, be sure to be sure to keep an eye out for that special announcement. And you know where you can keep an eye out for that special announcement besides your podcast feed is on social media. Now, of course, you can follow Hoo-Ha-Ha on all of the things. They have great podcasts and and they do good things. So please go check out Hoo-Ha-Ha. And you can follow Out on the Lanai on social media at Golden Girls Pod on Twitter. Out on the Lanai official on Instagram. Golden Girls Pod on Facebook. And I am H. Allen Scott and Sadie Pines on everything. And I am Squidzy on Instagram and Squiddy Squid on Twitter. <laughs> uh, and if you all have a moment and you want to rate and review the podcast, give us some nice words. Give us some nice stars or whatever shapes they use where you get your podcasts that would be amazing that would be so amazing and remember as As always always, stay stay golden golden. i'll throw that bastard through a window i'm not kidding (laughs) you won't see the biggest gift will be from me and the car